Salty, sweet, and oaky nuttiness. Fifteen minutes, Bake Off Queens. And then we add the whiskey. Boom! Flames! Bam! That's a little bad right there. Pie. Mm, pie and fall. Yeah, they go together. Just like squash and fall. We're going to talk about squash season now and what to do with all of these items that are differently shaped and differently colored. <laughs> <laughs> With Evan Kleiman, host of KCRW's Good Food. Evan, I love squash, but I'm, I have to confess I'm a little intimidated by all the different varietals. Yeah, there's a lot of them, and they're lumpy, bumpy, giant. They're like every shape. They're, they're like, they are intimidating. They are, and especially when you have to open them up and take a knife to them. You really need to have, I don't know, your muscles in order. You know what I do is I take a towel and I put it on the floor, mm-hmm. and I put if it's a large squash on the floor and then I take my biggest knife and I, I just stab it. (laughs) Gosh. Okay. And then, uh, cause I'm short. Uh And so doing it on the countertop, I don't have enough leverage. Oh yeah. You definitely need the height and you get your aggression out. So it's good. Yeah, it is good. I mean, it kind of looks like a head, so it could be someone's head that you're (laughs) chopping. But anyway, (laughs) Um, there are, as we're saying, so many different kinds. I'm used to your acorn, your butternut. Yeah, which are totally fine. I mean, they're perfectly sized, especially now that uh, butternuts have been bred to have a much longer neck. It used to be that the cavity, the round bulb, took up much more real estate in the squash. Now the neck takes up more real estate, so it makes it even easier um, to cook with. But, you know... One shouldn't overlook the delicata, which doesn't need to be peeled. Hubbard and turban squashes are just insanely gorgeous and Mm. giant. And then kabocha, I think, has some of the best flesh. It's so dense and the color is extraordinary. That's the green, the dark green on the outside, orange on the inside one, right? Yeah, sometimes it comes also in a lighter, a lighter green and sometimes you'll see them even white. But even those little carnival squash that are just all different kinds of colors, um, you may not even know that that's an edible squash. You might think those are just to decorate with, but no, you can use them. Oh, okay. Well, what is the easiest thing to do with them? Roast? Yeah, the easiest way to start is you have to cook them. And so the easiest way to cook is to roast them. And then after they're roasted, you can mash them. I also love to um, saute butternut squash, but we don't have to get into that. What the squash is, is this incredible canvas, both in terms of its kind of honeyed sweetness and that gorgeous flesh. So we should be doing a lot with it. And I think that perhaps the person who has given us the most inspiration for squash is Odalangi. Ah, the Israeli chef from London. Yes, the Israeli-Italian chef from London who has created an empire of restaurants and recipes. And so I just decided when I knew we were going to have this conversation to Google Odalengi Mm -hmm. and squash just to see what came up. And it was pretty astounding, the number of recipes. What is one of the highlights? So I think one of the highlights is his rough squash mash with miso, chili, and cinnamon. Because what he does there is he'll do something typical, like, you know, boiling or or baking and then mashing. But then just the addition of miso and chili 
to cinnamon already takes it somewhere else. And I think the miso adds a very welcome savory note to the sweetness that is already present. Mm-hmm. Um, he has another one um, that's from his latest book, which is a butternut squash with chili yogurt and cilantro sauce. And I think that one of the greatest things he's done is give us beautiful photographs of butternut squash with these splooshes, as Jonathan would say, of like a yogurt with a little bit of chili in it. So you have that bit of white just splattered over the yellow and then a cilantro sauce with its incredible green. Ooh, what about for a main course? Well, for main course around this time of year, my mind always goes to the butternut squash and fontina lasagna I made forever at Angeli. It's a bechamel-based lasagna, so it has a bit of luxuriousness to it. But because it's just squash as the main ingredient, it isn't too rich, even though it gives you a sense of real luxury in the mouth. And then, of course, there is the whole pumpkin or whole squash stuffed. And it can be stuffed like in Dory Greenspan recipe with everything good, and which basically means hers is a strata, which is layers of bread with greens and cheese bathed in cream and broth. And it souffles up in the oven as it bakes. And the thing I have to say about these sort of marquee squashes that are stuffed is you can make them as big or as small as the squash you have. So I've actually made these main course ones using the smaller squashes like acorn squash. Hmm. Okay, so I'm trying to visualize it. Are you taking off the top, scooping out the stringy bits and the seeds and then stuffing it? Or are you cutting it? No, no, no. You're doing exactly as you said, just like you're preparing it to be um, a jack-o'-lantern, except you don't want to cut out a face. And then you you keep the top like a little hat and put it back on. And in the case of Dory's, you're cooking the pumpkin itself and the filling at the same time. And it becomes this extraordinary mahogany burnished, beautiful form. I mean, it's just so pretty. And then the inside has basically this savory bread pudding that's often will souffle up and push the little hat off of it. Okay. Well, finally, after we've eaten our fill of squash for Thanksgiving, there's Hanukkah, which comes just a couple of days after Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I I really think we should just make latkes out of Thanksgiving leftovers. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Because you've got the potatoes. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, Squash. You can make squash latkes. Yes, we can absolutely make squash latkes. You grate them just like you would grate potatoes. And um, I'll have a recipe for you on the website. And they're delicious and so pretty. Well, thank you, Evan. The list of recipes is up at kcw.com. And what is on Good Food this week? On Good Food this week, we prepare for Hanukkah with um, some essential Jewish baking. And In the Weeds is very special with Lynn Ta, who is poised to reopen Here's Looking at You after closing it due to COVID in 2020. I love that restaurant. I know. It's so exciting. It is so exciting. Okay. Seedlings. Things are happening. Yes. (laughs) 
All right, Evan Kleiman, thank you. You can hear her show, Good Food, Saturday mornings at 11. Thank you, Madeline.